It's live. You're on fire today, aren't you? It's local. Now. Hey, I'm an idiot. I know. <laughs> and it's a little bit loose. Lee? Help if I called you mummy. Never call me that. I'm certainly not calling you daddy. <laughs> Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast. The Ellie and Bex podcast. Welcome to another podcast. Yeah. Thanks for coming along for the journey with us. Uh, assuming there that this is more than their first. That's true. Well, if, if you're, you're just new, beginning your journey. Welcome in general. Exactly. Uh, good to have you on board. stumbled across quite a good one. Uh, you'll find out exactly why cheese is getting ridiculously expensive and not from some boffin from a, uh, you know, major supermarket chain. Yeah. Literally from the cow's udder. It really sparked some thought-provoking moments for me, that yeah. chat. Yeah, it really made me think about stuff I've never <laughs> thought about. What were you thinking about? What were they? Farmers? Give us, give us a couple. Farmers and stuff. Oh, God. And how far, oh, No, you'll hear it in there. But basically, guys, farmers are a dying breed. Crazy. And then you ruin the bit. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> he'll explain it more. Yeah, folks, pretty simple. Um, we will also figure out uh, and find out some great stories from kids and adults alike across the sunny coast. Um, of when your parents paid you to do little jobs around the house, um, Ellie tries to buy a 10-year-old at one stage. It's also quite thought-provoking, honestly. It's given me some parenting yeah, strategies. You to that buy I'm a 10-year-old. <laughs> well, he's cheap. <laughs> All right, enjoy. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. The man who is performing live in the Gold Coast tonight, Harry Styles on 91.9 CFM. We're Ellie and Bex. We're so uncool that we only realised five minutes ago he was going there. We could, we could go to Harry. We yeah, could hightail it down. I, I honestly, I could Try think, scalp of, a ticket think at the of door. nothing worse doing the Bruce <laughs> in, when I didn't have to. Particularly on a Tuesday. Yeah, but for Hazard, I mean, look, don't get me sparkly wrong. pants Mate, out. He's he's a jet. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Would love to be there, but you know, you know me. It's and a long, long way to go. Long car drives. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, we'd be stopping at every servo. <laughs> tell you the poor people at the Wild Horse Mountain would be coming. Okay. Wouldn't they? Anyhow, All right. tell you what, need some air freshener, folks. Uh, speaking of live acts, this lady, I remember when she was. I think it was the last time she was in Australia. It was about. 10 to 15 years ago, and she pretty much lived here for two years. Pink, you remember when Pink came out? You would have been. Oh, she's been back since then. Yeah, but she had that period where she pretty much lived here. Yeah, she loves Australia. And had 40-odd shows in a row. Well, she's on tour again, and the great news over the last few weeks was that uh, she's bringing in that tour to Australia. Yeah. Something she let slip in a recent uh, interview with the Today Show uh, was about her little daughter, Willow. Now, Willow's 11. Can you believe it? Yes, we know Willow. We know Willow well because, remember, for like... Cover me Yeah, a good year. All we played on this radio station was yeah. that. Yeah. There it is. How's this? What can't you do? At the age of 11, Willow wanted to come on tour with mum. And mum said, fair enough. But if you're coming on tour with me, you are working. Mm. She's giving her a job for $25 an hour. <laughs> Five dollars an hour at eleven, and that's US dollars, I assume. That is a phenomenal rate. Can we just go through? Kidding she, me? She and wanted to have a conversation with her daughter. She said, "Well, if you're going to work, there's this thing called minimum wage, and yeah. this is a kind of, it's different state to state, but this is what I think it is." And she said to her daughter, "Well, twenty two fifty is the minimum wage." And her daughter goes, "I'll do it for twenty. And she's like, "Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that sounds like no. an Ellie Cheney negotiation." <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's you. <laughs> so twenty five it is, uh, but don't uh, worry about that rate. Uh, Pinky is worth over two hundred million US dollars. Does so. Pink have to pay her? Out of her own pocket, or is it like the tour company? It doesn't you know. say. You know, it doesn't say that. And <laughs> well, you, just, whatever's best for tax purposes. <laughs> you know, just listening like a listener, bro. Asking okay, the questions, okay. they're all well, thinking. Well, they can ring at any time if they've got a stupider question than that. <laughs> Someone pays Pink's daughter, but for the purposes of this, folks, this is Mum paying the daughter to do work. And I wanted to know five four five double one nine one nine. Let us know when your folks. What did your folks pay you to do when you were a kid? 
Yeah. You know? my, I can't think of anything my parents paid me to do, but I can think of what yeah, I made. Because you had I paid my little sister 20 cents uh-huh. to massage my feet. Oh God, that's like you should be a physio when you're older, Liv. You're really good at massaging. Yeah. Here's 20 cents. Magic Mike was a HR director of a very large university mm-hmm. and uh, they had to do a mail out to everyone, um, staff and students and whatever else. And mm-hmm. guess who got to fold 5,000 envelopes at the age of 11? Oh, you lucky man. Yeah. Lucky boy, I should say. Lucky little baby. Ten-year-old Max is in Budrum. Is it your folks that pay you to do something? Hello. Hey, Maxie. What do you get paid for? Um, doing chores like mowing, uh, vacuuming, and cleaning the house and stuff. Oh, all right. What's a, so, what's what's a lucrative day for you? Like what what's what's a good money day? Um, five. Five bucks five, a day? Well, is the, exploitation. is the pocket money cons- concept still a thing? Because yeah. I used to get like 10 bucks a week no. or whatever, uh. but I had to set the table every night or something. Do you get a weekly Didn't payment? Did butler do that? No, no. no. Max, do you get paid per week or how does it work? Um, Per week. Per so you week. get five bucks a week and, and your parents flog you. You get a per chore. What was per that? Chore? Oh, it's per chore. $5 per chore. Okay, That's all right. We've, into, we've now uh, entered an, an, an industrial bargaining situation. <laughs> Max, does it make you want to do the chores because you know you're getting the reward? Yes. Yeah. Uh, another question for you, Maxie. Are you the type of girl, have you kept all your money or you just blow it on lollies and stuff? Um, Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. How yeah. much you got? I'm like 16 bucks so far. 16 bucks. When you were, when you were 10 years old... Must be $16. Yeah, hey, 100%. It's like, it's like Warren Buffett. You can get a couple of packets of Alum's lollies with that one, Maxie. Good on you, bud. You keep working hard for your money, okay? Yeah, exactly. Although a little more than five, thanks, Mum, if he's vacuuming for crying <laughs> yeah. out loud. Honestly, when I am a parent, I yeah. am flogging everything off. I don't care how much money it costs me. <laughs> Like, set the table. Be, be like, Cut Mom, my I'm not working for crypto, Mum. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, let's go to Brandon in Kenilworth. Brandon, uh, did you get paid to do something as a kid? Um, to feed like cattle, but I was probably more talking about my own kid, actually. Yes, oh, there we I go. love this. Yes, great You're parenting. a slumlord. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting well, them to do? My oldest is um, 12, and he gets a dollar. Per hour, per year, how old he is. So he's on 12 bucks an hour. Yeah. So he drives our logging gear and um, he's bloody unreal. What do you mean he drives your logging gear? Like he drives a so car? In, like he, he fells forests and stuff. Or... Yeah, he drives a skitter worth half a million dollars. Oh, my goodness. He's 12. Okay, this sounds he's unsafe. If, um, illegal. If work, workplace health and safety turn up... Um, do you guys have you guys got a bug out plan or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 he's better than most of me men. There we go. Twelve years of age. At what point though? Because you sound like a bit of a, a a sharp businessman. At what point do you have to cut him loose? Because he's getting progressively more expensive. He, like at his current rate of output, right? Which is great because he's young and sprightly. The older he gets, he's not only get more expensive. He's going to get a little bit more busted and broke. So when he gets to like about fifty, he'll be fifty dollars an hour. Is he still good value there? Oh, it'll be his by then, so it won't be my worry. True. But you'll still be at the preschools trawling for new employees. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and when the cops show up, they go, I'm not, a, I'm not a freak or anything. Yeah, yeah. There's a I'm good way to I'm just trying to get kids to work on logging equipment. Yeah, four bucks an hour they get. Don't you worry. <laughs> Cheers, legend. Uh, no worries at all. Thanks, you have a good one. Brandon. Catch up. Now let's go to a kid himself, 11-year-old Tom. Is there something that you do for money? Yeah, mow the lawn. Ah, uh, right. what's the going rate? What's the going parent? rate these days? Uh, I get twenty dollars to do 
Okay. Uh, how big? Do you know how big it is? Not very big. All right, I'll ask you this then. How long does it take you to do it? About an hour. 20 bucks an hour? <laughs> well, Cash look, in hand. I pay to get my lawn mowed. You don't even have a lawn. I'm sorry. You've got a one square <laughs> metre. Yeah, Didn't you, know you what buy it cost an me? electric whippersnipper to do that place? Yeah, but it cost me 44 bucks a pop. So, oh, Tom, if you're looking for another job, come on round. Yeah, okay, mate. All right, okay. I'll give you, tw- I'll give you $22. You can't okay? ask 11-year-old kids to come round to your house <laughs> on our show. It's not how it works. Tomo, uh, all the best with the business, mate. Uh, good stuff. Antoinette is in Nambour. Nettie, what did you get paid to do as a kid by your folk? Plucking my mum's grey hair for one cent with tweezers. Plucking your mum's grey hairs yeah. for one cent, did you say? Yeah, we used to lay down the couch and my brother and I, she would drive us with one thing. Each plus, each grey hair we would cut from her hair. Did you sometimes just grab one that wasn't grey and say, oh, I've got another yeah, one, Yeah, that's mom. it. Oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, she would feel it. I'm just so happy you said from her head eventually because <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought that could have been anything. Yeah, my mum liked us to pluck her leg hairs and, you know, could have been a bit strange. Yeah, Oh, oh, Antoinette, how much money did you make off it in total, do you reckon? Oh, I can't remember. Enough for lollies, I think. Enough for lollies. That'll do it. You would have made a fortune at my house. My mum was Lebanese. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> plenty of hair to pluck. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Tell you what, you're going to have to be getting out a loan at this, state, uh, at this stage to get cheese in the next few weeks. Chains, I don't know if you've checked the prices. People are freaking out about it because yes. it's the weekly thing we freak out about. Was lettuce. Yes, um, then it's been several other things. Now it's cheese. Yes, it's like ten, eleven, twelve block, twelve dollars mm. for half a block of cheese. Yeah, half a kilo. That's so, so much. Rather than just rant on about it like everyone else, we thought we'd actually find out what is happening, and not from a, a commercial necessarily, not from a, a point of sale point of view, but from primary mm. producers. Uh, we've been very lucky enough uh, through our contacts. Now that we're ambassadors for the uh, Sunshine Coast show mm. to secure the number of John Cochran. John is the owner of Kenilworth Dairy, so you know your stuff when it comes to what comes out of a cow. Why is cheese <laughs> so bloody expensive? Well, the stuff coming out of a cow is uh, costing more money. Oh, no. And, uh, and in fact, it's, costing, it's, <laughs> it's probably not costing enough money because we're losing farmers at such a rate. Um, we're playing, trying to play catch-up and we're, we're just not playing catch-up. We're in negative supply, production's dropping. So it's simply because, in a lot of ways, fewer farmers means uh, fewer, lower production of your milk solids and that sort of stuff which you need to make cheese, and therefore it's harder, harder to get, therefore it costs more. Absolutely. You know, um, the milk itself is its first priority, going into milk, and mm-hmm. at Kenilworth Dairies we do milk, mousse and yogurt and cheese. I do, I do buy cheese. your milk um, oh, as you're a champion, reference. Yeah. It's delicious. That is not yeah. a paid. That is not a paid endorsement. No. I just wanted to pat him on the back. Well, how dare you go? I mean, if, if we're talking about that, then I really eat a lot of your garlic and um, cracked pepper cheese. Oh, okay, so okay, now, we took now your well. this is sounding like an ad. Okay. If you don't cut that out, Chaney, I'm going to start going on to milk puns. I'm going to say, you know, this, this, no, please this the don't. situation is utterly ridiculous. No, let's have a pun-free day. Can we not? Let's, let's move on, guys. No. Okay? Move on. Hey. He loves it. So, John, when you say there's less farmers, because I've never yeah. thought about this, right? But not many people, I feel, would, like, grow up in a city and think, I'm going to be a farmer yeah. when I grow up. You know, it's kind of... The closest you have most to people up. get is they get a bit excited and they go and have their own beehive or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, exactly. No one, no one wants no. to be a dairy farmer. Is that why? Is it because Wait. generations of farmers have just gotten to a point where they're like, you know what, I don't want to do I'll what Dad the, did. The and drought as well, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just too hard. It is too hard. Seven days a week, twice yeah. a day. 
Um, mm. And it is just far too hard. The investment to buy in, to buy land, mm-hmm. you can't buy land around here now to go dairying. Yeah. You know, so you've got to go further out west. There's no water. Nobody wants to farm anymore. And I don't understand yeah. because people are not really caring about their food, which they should. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Like, what's the contingency plan? Well, you and I have to become people... dairy farmers. Yeah. I think that's what... Is there a plan well, in place? Well, who on earth wants to be a dairy farmer yeah. when they can earn more money doing other things? And the height you know, the, of some people, John. The age, the age of the farmers. You go to a dairy farmers meeting, stand at the back of the hall. Yeah. All you can see is bald heads or grey heads, yeah. and and they're not going to live forever. They just give it up. Like I'm an auctioneer as well, and I just sold up the biggest dairy farmer in Queensland last Thursday. Yeah, right. You know, they're out of the game. Not going on. Yeah, it was dad. You know, he's in the mid seventies, and the boys were in their forties, and they said, "Roughly what? Do it anymore. Roughly what did that go for? Just, just give me a ballpark. You don't have to give me a specific. No, no, we just sold the cows. Oh, just uh, the cows. What farmers do yeah. is they send them sell the cows, and they continue farming with beef or grain or what have you. Yeah. They, they, it's their whole livelihood. Mm. It's their home. It's their business. Yeah. It, it, everything is involved in their farm. So they really don't want to sell their farm. No. So they say, okay, we're going to go beef or go grain. We're sick of this milk industry. John, we understand. We watch Yellowstone. Thanks. We, 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 we <laughs> We've got it under control. That's crazy. Well, that is a really detailed answer, and, and, and look, we're not going to solve that issue um, as we as we well, sit we here. Well, we become farmers. But, but I would say in the interim, the best possible thing is if people are able to afford it and whatever else to continue, continue to back your local producers um, because, yeah. uh, you know, it's not going to get sorted out in the next you know, week or two certainly isn't. So, And um, i got to say, uh, I was talking about $10, $11, mm. $12 um, packages of cheese. Yeah. I'm looking at Kenilworth Dairy's cheese right now, $5.50. There you go. See? These, so you that is what I call a great price. Yeah. I mean, oh, everyone gosh. else is getting shredded for theirs. but uh, He's making cheese puns again, John. That's where we've got to call it. Thank you for your time. Uh, John Cochran from Kenilworth Dairies. Thanks for explaining why Thank cheese is you. so damn expensive. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Uh, Chains, I feel... Just knowing you as I do. I don't, know, I don't know what we're about to talk about, but I do know that you're that confident in it. I should remind children that Under the Pump Kids is 10 minutes away, okay? <laughs> so there's a reason to stay with this radio station. How dare you? How dare you not back me, okay? Just I'm incentivizing. to every word I say yes. and uh, take note. So you know how I'm hell good at science and stuff. I know that you've got a science-based degree, <laughs> albeit a psychology-based degree, Um but you're terrible at anything. What are you talking uh, Quantitative analysis. You struggle it. with the digital clock for crying out loud. Calcium, lithium, carbon. You're just running out ran- random? Phosphate. Hydrogen, Science. helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, fluoron, dun, dun, neon. Dun, yeah. dun, Anyhow, carry dun. on. Yeah, yeah, so science is pretty cool for me yeah. and I'm good at it. <laughs> Obviously. Um, also, I live with doctors for a bit so I know heaps about the human body. So mm. I'm going to tell That's you about a why. phenomenon that I have learned today. <laughs> About dirty brain water. First of all, good job with phenomenon. Thank you. I'm it's, good at words. It's a tough one, okay. yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm good at everything, obviously. Dirty Science, brain water. Words. Yeah, dirty brain water. So, uh-huh. dirty brain water, Bex, are you yeah. ready? Are you sitting down? Okay. Is the reason yes. that we're tired all the time. Because yeah. we've got too oh. much dirty brain water oh, floating around in our brains. Not because we're soft. Not because we're soft. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm certainly not soft. I don't know who we're talking not about. Not because we had a massive weekend or perhaps uh, just got back from a bender well, and went via Perth. that can contribute to your dirty brain uh-huh. water. Okay. So How does that actually work? while you sleep, uh-huh. your brain is surrounded by liquid. Yes. And while you're sleeping, the brain sucks the liquid through its pores yes. and then cleans it yes. and releases it again. So your brain is like a filter yeah. for the water surrounding your brain. Or a mop. And then when it's... <laughs> 
a squeegee, I prefer yeah, to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Your brain's a squeegee, all right? Uh-huh. Let's get back to scientific uh-huh. terms. Uh-huh. And so having the dirty brain water, if you don't sleep enough, you don't filter the water enough, and then you're awake and it's just floating around hang on, hang on, in the hang dirty on, brain on. water. So mm. it's, it gets dirty mm. um, when you sleep. No. But if you don't sleep enough, you're in trouble. <laughs> no, when you're sleeping. Sorry, sorry, sorry to question the science. No, it sorry. gets dirty while you're awake and you're oh. putting bad things into it or oh. you're, you're using, you know, using your brain too much. So you're just dirty and then just just, sleeping is a purifying just stage. Just to be clear, okay, just to be clear, I just want to be super clear because that was a little confusing. Just to be clear. <laughs> science, okay, yeah. Okay, Ellie, what you're saying, it, 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 this happens to everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. So in your case, yeah. uh, when you're thinking thoughts and you're awake, yeah. your mind is dirty. <laughs> No, that's you, okay? You don't need brain water at all. Yes. I give up. <laughs> it might have been like tar. <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. Peking Ducks remix of I Want You on 91.9 CFM. We're Ellie Index. I've got a story about Peking. <laughs> no, don't tell your Peking Duck story again. No one cares. Yes, you saw them once. You said they're playing a lot of Peking Duck songs and you didn't even realise they were Peking Duck. Did I, do, did I do it justice? Not really. Okay, cool. Um, hey. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. Though. This story is much better because <laughs> I'm about to tell DJs you. These DJs are a bit pegging duck heavy. And the funny thing was, as we were leaving the party, you and I, you said to me, "That's Peking that duck." That is Peking duck. Yep. No wonder they. Well, play. I already knew that. Makes so much sense. Exactly. Hey, I want to tell you about a battle of the ages yeah. that's taking place in Gympie right now. Oh, I've heard about this. I love this story. It's a very country story. Uh-huh. I feel. Um, the battle is between the local pub and the local Woolies, right? The Ganalda Hotel. Yeah. Well, Every it's not Thursday. Not just the local pub. I mean, well, one off, yeah, yeah. Pretty big place. Come one on. off, yeah, yeah. Um, every Thursday mm-hmm. at the pub, they do a Thursday roast chicken raffle. Oh, <laughs> how good! You can go. You can win yourself a hot chook. What? Just a bachelor's handbag. Just stuff. a bachelor's handbag. Quite literally, a bachelor's handbag because it is. The Woolworths hot chickens yeah. that they're raffling off, 100%. right? 100%. So Woolworths has taken offence to this and said, hey, look, well, no, 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 you can't be giving away our chooks because we, you know, make sure that they're kept at a good temperature. Yeah. They're, you know, distributed properly and healthily. But hang on. When I buy a chook from mm. whomever, mm. I don't eat it in the store. I have no. to take it off site yeah. and then it's consumed. Exactly. In the case of you, it's consumed four days later. So true. Still so tastes how, delicious. How do they have... Surely, like, you know what I mean? Well, How are they making calls? that maybe the pub's taken these chooks away, you know, bought them on a Tuesday, taken them away, left yeah. them, and then, you know, is raffling them off on isn't, a Thursday. Isn't that the pub's problem then? Technically, from, from a public liability it should situation? be, yes, but I, I, I don't know if they're taking off the Like, if you buy branding. a knife from a, um, you know, anaconda or something, you go out and, you know, do something harmful to someone. Is that anaconda's fault? I it's see what on you, you for being an idiot. Well, um, look, the Pat from the Ganalda Hotel has come out and Pat. said, how dare you, well, I paid for the Cheryl chickens. Was Cheryl busy at the time? <laughs> I paid for the chickens, which makes them mine, yep. and I can do whatever I like with them. Possession There's no and ownership. such law for me to not advertise my chicken draw. For okay. two other pubs that I ran, I purchased the gross chickens from Coles, and they knew what I was doing with them and had no problem how I used them. So why don't you just go to another chicken provider? Well, that's what a lot of people are commenting, saying, well, why don't you just go to the local Rather butcher instead? This, this is, blah, this blah, is blah, a, blah. a hell of a, a blue over nothing, it's isn't it, It's a massive really? blue. They've had to get Woolworths spokespeople involved. Oh, what do they say? It's blowing up. Um, they've basically said They put that Curtis Stone onto the... No, he's... We continue to be concerned about claims regarding the distribution of these hot roast chickens as prizes for the local Ganalda event. It's a big deal. I mean, even the music has lost interest. (laughs) All right. Let's be honest. Yeah, has this happened to you, Deb, from Karamundi? Oh, well, pretty 
pretty much every argument that my husband and I have is stupid because he's always wrong. And after almost 12 years together, mm. I think it's stupid that he still tries to win an argument can, with me. Can I, can I just make an observation? As a, as a friend of a number of years, um, I feel <laughs> yeah. like you would never back down from an argument at all. No. 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 I just tell him to stop it because he's wrong and just stop. Poor old Andrew. Basically. I'm going to give him a big hug next time I see him. I tell you, what, what's one, what's one of the lamest arguments you guys have had? Um, okay, well, I complain that um, like because he's a good cook and he does most of the cooking, right? Yeah. But he doesn't like he does do dishes, but he doesn't clean up straight after he cooks. So if I want to use the kitchen, I've got to do dishes and clean up the kitchen before I can actually start. <laughs> Is cooking. that after you eat the then, dinner that he cooks you? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Let's yeah. just rem- <laughs> yeah, but hey, I I am I did a like cooking school. I went to Tate to learn yeah. like to cook. I did you know like the equivalent of like up to second year apprentice chef. Yeah, and yes. the first year is all about cleaning. And a good chef always always. Can I ask you this question again, yeah. Deb? Um, respectfully, again yeah. as a mate, how are you so terrible at cooking if you went to cooking school? <laughs> I'm a good cook. I'm just lazy. <laughs> he just does it. And um, now I'm in the most lamest argument I've ever been in because, Bex, you're wrong mm. and whatever you say is wrong. So just stop it. She's always right, okay? She's, oh she's God. well now, established oh God, I've, got, I've got two of you now. <laughs> I've got two of you. I can't do it. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.